Welcome to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. Glad to be here today myself. And uh, today we're going to talk about 10 tips for staying sober during COVID-19. little article I pulled up from North Shore University Health System. I'll make sure I put the link in the show notes if you'd like to check it out yourself. Before we do that, this episode's brought to you by Promises Behavioral Health. If you're struggling through the pains of addiction, a mental health disorder, uh, now's the time to seek some help. Maybe it's affected you. Maybe it's affected your job. Uh, maybe it's affected your loved one. Maybe it's your social life, relationship. Maybe you're just exhausted like I was. Got to a point where you just don't give a shit anymore and you're just over it. You're willing to go to any length to get sober. Are you tired of doing the same thing over and over while telling yourself you're going to quit? I've been there. You're not alone. Let this be the opportunity for you to get back on track, get back to the real you. Start learning about who you are. I'm still learning about who I am every day. Some days are better than others, I'll tell you that much. But what am I, seven years into this little recovery journey? I got a long way to go. And uh, man, one of the best decisions I ever made, and you could do it too. Promises Behavioral Health is here. They can help you with some of that. They can answer some questions for you uh, or your loved one at that. Uh, here's what you can do. If you want some more information, you want to ask some of those questions, uh, you can go to promisesbehavioralhealth.com slash sober guy. That's promisesbehavioralhealth.com slash sober guy. Or you can just call 888-205-1890. That's 888-205-1890. Tell them that you heard about them from that Sober Guy podcast. They're a great team over there. They care. They got loved ones. They have friends. Uh, they have work, uh, people working for promises that are in recovery as well. So they get it is the point I'm trying to make. So give them a shout out. I'll give them a shout out. Love you guys. Thanks for uh, supporting that Sober Guy and being a valid resource for us to lean on. All right, if you want to go to thatsoberguy.com for hats, uh, for hoodies, there's some t-shirts over there. We have a resources tab as well. Uh, we have how to navigate the first 90 days of sobriety digital course, if you want to check that out. Uh, some of the links that are on there, we have the Fourth Dimensioners online Zoom meeting. That's every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. It's a great meeting. I was in there uh, earlier this week, a couple nights, and about 70, 70 people in there or so. And uh, shout out to the groups. Shout out to Scott. Uh, he was in there both nights. I was in there running the meeting. Uh, so great job. If you want a, a resource, you need to jump in a meeting yourself. You can check that out. Just go to thatsoberguy.com. Click on the Get Help tab. All the info's in there. You just click on the button. It'll get you into the Zoom meeting. Uh, also, uh, Promises has some meetings too. The Rooted program. You can go into... Uh, Promises Rooted online meetings. I got the link in the show notes uh, there as well. They got a schedule on there. It'll help you pick which one is the best uh, best one to suit your schedule. Oh, good Lord. I got to take a, a breath there. What are we getting into today? 10 tips for staying sober during COVID. COVID. I fucking hate that word. <laughs> I'm just so tired of hearing it. COVID this, COVID that. I get it. Weird time right now, but man, there's so many people struggling. I just did a podcast for the corporate one uh, earlier during the regular workday hours uh, about well, we talked to we talked to one of our EAP counselors, and we su we submitted an an article in our uh, our company uh, newsletter, which goes out to about twenty three thousand people, and we had a bunch of questions come back, and and I kind of teed those up for our EAP counselor to go over some of them. Man, like. The majority of them were all about depression, anxiety, 
how do I deal with, you know, working from home and not working at all if I'm off because my kids are in school or, or doing distance learning? All kinds of crazy stuff going on right now. And the point being is there is a lot of people going through it right now. And uh, I think the, the main point of that is just know that you're not alone. I'm not alone. Uh, there's a lot of people that are going through it. And that's why we do podcasts. That's why we do meetings. That's why uh, we try to stick together in this and, and create community and fellowship uh, have mentors, have sponsors, friends, family that support us, uh, that, uh, can help us get through it. And we, we do that together. So, um, yeah, let's get into this article. I thought it, you know, it's, it's a simple article. I feel like I've talked about some of this stuff before. Um, but it, it's okay because you get a different take on it every time I feel like. And at the same time, uh, sometimes we just need to go back to a little bit of simplicity. Like what are the things that we generally do, uh, to, uh, to, to stay sober during some weird times. So, Let's start the show. That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Shane Raymer. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast, and we help people stay sober. Thank you. You can check us out at thatsoberguy.com. You can connect with us on Instagram, at realthatsoberguy. And on Twitter... At Shane Raymer. This is humans music playing if you're interested. I get a lot of emails and comments about man, what song is that? Check out humans music. Some great jams on there. Shout out to those guys. So we're gonna talk about 10 tips for staying sober during this COVID shit that's going on to the day that I don't hear that word, which who knows when that will be or if that will be. This article comes to you from North Shore University Health System, northshore.org. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can check it out if you want. Make sure we give these guys credit. Uh, it says, with uncertainties and stress surrounding COVID-19, those who are newly sober have been in recovery for a while may find it hard to stay on track. Maintaining a routine during this time can greatly benefit people with substance use disorders as creating an environment of stability leads to decreased anxiety and increased well-being. All the shit, all the stuff. What are you going through right now? What's going on in your life? I know what's going on in mine. A lot of ups and downs, a lot of good days, some weird days. I think for me, it's all about trying to stay in gratitude, trying to stay, uh, trying to know that God has me right where I'm supposed to be, even if it feels like I should be somewhere else or I want to be somewhere else or I want to be, I should be doing this. That's what gets me in trouble is that thinking. Uh, when I'm able to accept, so we talk a lot about acceptance, right? Accepting things in our life, accepting that life isn't going to roll out on Shane's terms all the time. You know, I got to learn to accept the fact that life is on life's terms, not on my terms which is not an easy thing to do. And then that's just in general, right? And then let's throw a, 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 a crazy uh, virus and economic shutdown and an election and, um, you know, just, just constant bombardment from, from media, social media, if you're plugged into those platforms, work, being a parent, being in a marriage or a relationship, I mean, all those, just life, okay, right? We can put it all in, in one one little sack there. Call it life. 
Well, life is fucking tough sometimes, right? <laughs> life is amazing. We only get one shot at it, but it is it's tough some days. It's like, how do we deal with it? How do we, how do we like just go about our day-to-day business and be, uh, just be, be patient, be kind, be nice. Don't be an asshole. I can tend to be an asshole sometimes. Probably, uh, you know, depending on what day it is, depending on what's going on. I was uh, in a meeting earlier this week and, you know, I, I just I kind of had a, a, a bad attitude. Wasn't, didn't really want to be there, to be honest. Um, I've just kind of been in, in a weird mode lately. Uh, and the only thing that kept coming back to me was just like, I want to tell the world to go fuck itself. <laughs> like, and excuse my language. Excuse it. I've been, I've been trying to, uh, to not, just that have that attitude sometimes although it feels so good sometimes just to get it out i don't like it because it it brings on a sense of uh of anger and i don't want to i don't want that in my life at the same time I, i can't help it sometimes you know as much as as much as i want to and so it's not just the words but it's the intention behind the words and the feeling that was behind that i just want to tell the world to go f itself like Man, dude, that's, you know, and that's, that's not, that, that was a moment, right? That was, a, I was feeling a certain way in that moment for the, for a couple of hours. And, uh, you know, this, this whole thing, trying to go through a lot of this stuff and people say, well, you're angry, man. I, you know, and, and I've heard it. Well, man, Shane sounds like he's, angry. well, I am fucking angry. Sometimes I get angry. I'm not going to, uh, to deny that or try to act like I'm not angry. I'm perfect fucking angry sometimes. Sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, and I'm not saying that's okay. I'm not saying it's just, that it's justified and that I should be an angry jerk either. What I am saying though, in full transparency is I'm probably not in the best place spiritually connected at those times. And I know that I'm aware of it. Imperfection, imperfection, uh, it, it, it's, it's a daily battle, a daily struggle, a daily, uh, practice of trying to kind of navigate through this thing called life on, on the daily and then add in all this other stuff going on right now, dude, some, some days are rough. So if you're feeling me out there on this, and I'm going to get to this list here right now, get off my little soapbox. I just want you to know that it's going to be okay. I know in my heart that it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be just the way it is, just the way it's supposed to be. And uh, if you doubt that, we can run back to a saying that I first heard from my good buddy Seth, who, by the way, just celebrated 10 years sober. Man, let's get a round of applause for Mr. Manter. Congratulations to Seth, my my good buddy, man. It's... uh, 10 years, man. He helped pave the way for, for my ass. I know that. And he's had a profound effect on a lot of people, not just in our circle, but through the podcast that he's done, um, you know, on this show and, uh, and just being the, the dude that he is. So big shout out to him. 10 years. Love you, brother. And, uh, thank you for, uh, for, for heading it up. It's pretty amazing. Um, but if we get into, to, to, 
some of these 10 tips for staying sober, I just kind of want to bring it back to, to the simplicity. What are the main things that we need to do? And, and I fall into this thing where I get stuck trying to check the boxes and you can call it laziness. You can call it non-motivation. You can call it, uh, just a lack of interest. I don't know. Sometimes you're on fire for shit and sometimes you're not, uh, and I think it's, I think we need to be aware of that, number one. And uh, number two, I got to be careful with that kind of stuff too. You know, I give a shout out to, to, to Buddy this week. For those of you maybe just tuning in for the first time, Buddy is my sponsor. He's my friend, uh, a, a spiritual advisor doing some awesome work. And man, I got to, I got to lean on him sometimes to just tell my ass, like, I need you to get to a meeting. <laughs> he told me that earlier this week. I need you to get to a couple meetings. He knows. And I know too, but I, I'm not going to admit it. And that's why it's so important to have those people that love you in your corner like that to tell you what you need to do sometimes. Cause sometimes we need that. You know, it's, it's so important to have that community, those people around you, that fellowship. And I understand it's tough right now, uh, with the rooms still not open you know there's a we're having to rely on on zoom meetings which are, are great you can sit there in your fucking underwear if you want don't turn the video on please if you're going to do that but you can you don't have to leave your own house now contrary to that in my own my own expert opinion because i'm so fucking smart in my own opinion we need to be in the rooms yes so i said it but for real I feel like I like to be in person. There's something about that fellowship, that social interaction. And we're not getting that right now because there's a lot of things that are still closed. So without going too far down that road, we're doing the best we can. There's still options out there. And let's get to our list here. Number one, 10 tips for staying sober during COVID-19. Number one, we're just talking about it. Attend a virtual recovery meeting. Once again, go to that soberguide.com, click on the get help tab. There's a couple of links in there that'll get you into the fourth dimensioners meeting or the rooted uh, promises meetings. There's also a list on here, smart recovery. It looks like uh, these guys may be out of Illinois because there's some, uh, there's some Illinois Chicago links in here, but you got some Chicago remote online meetings if you're in the Chicago area and there's a whole, just Google or look up whatever search engine, duck, duck, go, bing, uh, whatever it is that you use, look up Zoom AA meetings or uh, online recovery meetings. You'll find some in your area, find, you know, and try out a couple of them. Uh, I have some that my buddy Mark sent me. Thank you, Mark, down in LA area. I got a couple, one Monday, one Friday. I probably need to jump in. It's been a couple of weeks on those day ones, but Get yourself a good little schedule of some options so you can uh, rely on those. It's huge. Um, number two, take care of your seeds. I saw that. I said, what the hell? What is seeds? Well, seeds, it looks like it's an acronym for sleep, eating healthy, exercise, doctor or therapy groups, and sober. So sleep, maintaining a regular sleep schedule can improve your mood, health, and productivity. Eating healthy, nourishing your body with the nutrients it needs that will help you feel like your best self. Those two things, highly underrated. Good night's sleep and eating halfway decent. Uh, man, I feel a huge difference when I eat like shit versus when I eat well. 
And that's a that's an ongoing battle for me. I like sugar. Said it before. And obviously it's just it, it is. It's a it's an ongoing thing. Some weeks are better than others, some days are better than others, some months are better than others. You know? But those two things are huge. And then exercise. Exercise is a natural energy and mood booster. Hell yeah, it is. Take a walk around the block, access free exercise and yoga classes online. Uh, doing CrossFit, going to the gym, being in that community, huge part of our lives, huge part of Jess and I's uh, and the kids. The kids work out with us there sometimes. you know, And that's awesome too. I mean, that is a high in itself. I was just mentioning that this morning, I think, when I was chatting with Buddy about just walking, getting it going, man. He's, he was talking about he's going to start running you know, getting back into running again. And, uh, that, that high, that mood energy booster, like it says here is huge. There's something about it that, that just does something to your brain. Get that serotonin going in. Is it serotonin? Yeah. Uh, I think that's right. Serotonin, I, something like that. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Sometimes, you know what I'm getting at, right? Whatever substance that is in your brain that gets you, get you rolling, get you feeling good. And it's natural. You don't need a drug to do it. Your, your exercise is your drug. So get some exercise. Doctor or therapy groups. You're not alone in this journey. Reach out to therapists or support groups. Jess and I were doing, uh, and we're, we're no longer doing this due to some uh, just some uh, scheduling conflicts and other things that kind of went on. But uh, we were doing telehealth uh, marriage counseling for months earlier this year. I think we did about, about let's see, we're in October now. Yeah, we did, I don't know, roughly six, seven months, I think, of that, you know, just every week, uh, every other week. Sometimes we missed a week, but for the most part, you know, a few times a month for sure. And that was huge. Um, it, it helped out big time. And so you can you can use that as a resource, too. And then uh, sober for this last seeds uh, sober, go to virtual meetings, which we mentioned in, in number one. Uh, or call a sober, supportive friend. If you got a sponsor, a mentor, a, fr- a friend, a family member, uh, somebody that you can talk to who, who gets it, somebody that you can talk to who can build you up and help support you uh, through what, whatever it is that uh, that you're going through. <coughs> I was going to mute it, but I just decided to be lazy and not do it instead. Get outside, number three. Get your ass outside. Get your but outside got to get some air get in the trees uh get out there's nothing refre- there's nothing like more refreshing than getting outside if it's possible to maintain social distance in your neighborhood try walking running or biking outside surrounding yourself with fresh air and nature can relieve stress and anxiety and boost your mood even just spending some time on your porch in your backyard can be beneficial consider gardening uh reading outside or chatting with your neighbors from a distance. You know, I can't tell you how nice it is. We got a, a nice little backyard area, a uh, table out there. It's got some good trees around it. I'll just go sit out there sometimes for not long, just a few minutes maybe. The morning time is the best. Or I'll go sit with Jess outside. Sometimes she's out there doing her, uh, doing her thing in the morning, kind of getting ready for the day, and just sit there. Just sit 5, 10, 15 minutes. It's quiet. Uh, you can hear the birds just a nice time to relax a little bit and you're outside walking is another one and i'm going to get into the walking a little bit more in in one of the other ones coming up because it's part of my little meditation 
process and i want to talk about it there but yeah i mean going on a jog i was jogging we're going to go on a jog who wants to go this new thing called jogging but get your ass on a run take a run take a bike ride you got yourself a mountain bike like old raymer does got myself a helmet never thought i would be 39 wearing a bike helmet riding a fucking mountain bike but i do and i love it i love every minute of it it's amazing surround yourself with fresh air and nature get in the trees take a hike my dad used to say that to me back in the day. Like, Take a hike. <laughs> Fuck you. It's my response usually in my head. Little bastard. But get out. Get a hike in. Go up to the mountains. We're so lucky. We have uh, the Sierras up here. Man, some beautiful places to go hike. Get out in the trees. Heading up to Truckee here this weekend. Do a little camping. Good times. Being outside. Definitely refreshing. Remember in treatment too. I was in Sebastopol when I went to uh, to rehab, and uh, one of the greatest things about that place, man, Azure Acres, is that it's in the middle of the trees, man. It's just kind of tucked away, and Sebastopol is near the coast, and uh, I mean it's not right on the coast. It's it's a bit inland, but it's still close enough to it where you kind of get that coastal weather, the fog, the clouds. It's cool. Um, you got a lot of trees, a lot of uh, nature around. And man, that that was just it 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 resets you spiritually to do that. So like if you're struggling right now, uh, maybe something to think about is to get out in the trees, even if it's just for an hour one day, or maybe it's for an over the weekend. You can get out, bring your tent, pitch a tent somewhere if the weather's decent, you know, and uh, and just get outside. So good. Number four, focus on today. Focus on small things you can accomplish each day. And build a routine around these tasks, small goals like eating a healthy breakfast, going for a walk, cleaning up your uh, your space, making your damn bed. That's an important one. Going to bed at the same time each day can help. You create a daily routine that helps keep you focused on what you can control in the present moment. Try to focus on what you can accomplish now rather than worrying about tasks you may have in the future, which we call future tripping. Who be future tripping? Are you, are you been future tripping? I know you have. You have, haven't you? You've been future tripping. I knew it. I knew it all along. Yep. And, uh, you know, hey, it's normal. It's normal that you've been future tripping. But you can fix it. Just don't. Today has got enough problems of its own. It's got enough things to worry about. Today has enough things to do. That's all you need to do. Look at your feet. You're right where you're supposed to be in this moment. So back to it, focusing on today, focusing on living in the moment. You know, maybe you do what I do. You make yourself a list, what you got to do for the day. Sometimes at the end of the day, I'll make a list for what I need to do the following day. Obviously, I keep a calendar as well. I have a nice big desk calendar here. That's been helping immensely. Who uses the word immensely? That's been working immensely. I just used it. So there it is. But I got a big, huge calendar and a big, huge calendar. Just kidding. You thought I was going to say it. Dirty bastard. Just a jokester. Just a jokester. But we got to focus on today. We really do. And that's what that's what grounds me the most and helps me be out of my own head, not be future tripping, not worrying about the thing. It doesn't mean I'm lazy and I'm not going to accomplish things and have goals. It just means that I might write those things out and I'm going to leave them for the next day when I need to get to them. I'm not going to trip on them. I'm going to get done what's in front of me. Do what's in front of me. It's a great way to practice uh, focusing on today. 
Number five, meditate. Remember to breathe. Watch your breath go in and out for two minutes. Try a free guided meditation app on your phone. Uh, focus on mindfulness. These activities can help you stay present and focus on each moment of the day rather than what lies ahead in the past, or I'm sorry, rather than what lies ahead in the future or what has happened in the past. So we just kind of talked about that with number four, focusing on today, meditating, getting in that space can help you do that. I want to share one of my favorite meditations. It's a guided meditation. It's on, it's on the Meditation Studio app by Muse. Uh, it's called Ease With Everything. I can't tell you how many times I've uh, mentioned this. It's by Noah Levine. I've said it many, many times on the podcast. Uh, but it's 11-minute guided meditation. It's one of my favorites. Uh, I'm actually going to do it uh, when I get done today. Uh, and it is something that helps to reset. I have a really hard time sitting still. Uh, and being in, in silence and, and actually shutting my eyes. And it's it's a practice. Um, one of the other things, and that's I, I guess point to that was, that's why I like the guided meditation in this one by Noah. He's got a couple of them on here too. The other one is learn to forgive. Uh, it's a nine minute one. Uh, and then compassion for suffering. It's a five minute one. And there's a bunch of other uh, teachers, instructors on here too. Um, and, and different collections that you can find if you're uh, looking for a meditation at Meditation Studio. And we have no affiliation with these with this Meditation Studio. It's just something I like to personally use. Uh, but I wanted to, I mentioned the walking earlier and the get outside one. And and for me, a great way to meditate is is walking. That's kind of how I best can focus is when I'm is when I'm kind of moving and walking the dog in the morning. Um I have different routes that I go. And I can really just relax and I can really uh, focus on on either nothing or if I'm just enjoying enjoying the trees, enjoying the walk, trying to be in the moment the best I can, trying to enjoy my dog, trying to just even talk to him. He can't talk back. I wish he could. He looks like he could talk back. We call him the man in the dog suit because he looks like he can. But I'm trying to be the, the best I can in the moment. Sometimes I'll put some music on. Sometimes I'll put a, a, a church sermon on. Sometimes I'll put a podcast on. Sometimes I don't want to listen to anything because I've just had too much going on in my head. I just want to be silent. I want to hear the birds. I want to hear the cars go by. I want to hear just my footsteps. Um, that's a really great way for me to start my day. So getting up before anyone's up, I'm always the first one up. Uh, and you know, getting some coffee, getting the dog, throwing something on real quick. And getting out the door when the sun's just coming up and getting a good walk-in. 30 minutes. That's probably average. Sometimes it's longer. Um, but it's it's a pretty decent time that I can I can kind of get set for the day. And I'll think a little bit about what I got to do that day too. Kind of prepare myself for, for what's ahead. Uh, and that helps me to, to be in the right state of mind for the day. So when we talk about meditation, I bring that up because... You know, a lot of people are scared away by meditation. Well, it doesn't always have to look like, you know, everybody's different. Some things work for others that don't for the other person and vice versa. So, you know, it, it's not sitting on a pillow and, and, and staying silent for, you know, an hour. It doesn't have to be like that. Or it can, it can look like that too. But what I'm saying is, is do what works best for you. For me, I like to walk, kind of get that little uh, meditation thing going on in that time. Number six, practice gratitude. This is a huge one. Uh, I feel like it's it's pretty cliche. It's also pretty damn true. Uh, what are you grateful for? 
Are you busy bitching about everything you don't have? Or are you busy staying grateful about all the shit God's blessed you with and that you have right now, including your life right now, the ability to take a breath, the ability to have two legs to walk on or two arms or two hands or two eyes or uh, whatever it is that uh, you're, you're going through right now. There's always something that we can look uh, to gratitude. And is it easy all the time? Absolutely not. Maybe the, the circumstances are, are death. You know, the death of a loved one, or maybe the circumstances are something serious, a, a job loss, or how am I going to pay my rent? Like, I get it. I'm not trying to be an ass and say, you need to just be perfectly happy. That's not what I'm saying. Gratitude and happiness are two different things. You know, so number one, I choose to be happy. Number two, I can choose to show gratitude in certain spaces. So um, what does that look like? Well, for me, uh, it's it's really simple, actually. It's just saying, man, I'm so grateful that like I've been blessed with this beautiful family my two kids um, my wife uh, our, our dog our cat house the ability to go to work every day right now um, man just like simple things the ability to like okay let's say I'm at the, I know this is kind of a kind of a funny one it's not super serious but it really is a good point to this we hear about we mentioned exercise earlier right so for those of you who get after it you know when you're in that spot and you're Let's say you're you're trying to do a mile run for time, right? And and it's it's a hot day out. Maybe I just experienced this a couple of weeks ago. I'm trying to go hard. I want to get. I want to beat my time. I think my mile time was like seven fifteen, seven minutes and fifteen seconds or something. That's not bad for a 39 year old man, right? Not too bad. Well, as I'm coming back, I'm about three quarters of the way done, and I'm gassed, and I still have some. I know that there's still some more of the, of the workout to go after I get back. This is just kind of the beginning of it. I'm gassed on the way and oh God, it's so annoying when there's dogs and cars driving by in the background. It distracts me. You're distracting my important podcast dog. Shut up. <coughs> I don't know if you can hear him little bastard. He's probably a nice dog. I'm just kidding. I'm going to pet him. I'll pet you dog. But anyways, I'm coming back. And I'm gassed. And so my first thought, which learned this from Mark Lundholm, first thought wrong, second thought wrong, shout out to Mark. Third thought wrong usually, or maybe the fourth time I'll actually get it. But my first thought is, man, this fucking sucks. My legs hurt. I'm hell. I'm gassed right now, man. I'm not doing very well. I should be faster. I start just immediately self-deprivating. Uh, is that the right word, deprivating? Self-analyzing, uh, all that stuff that, that you do. And uh, start going down, and then and then and then it hits me like first thought, second thought, third thought. I'm like, wait a minute, man, dude. Like, thank God I have two legs right now that I can run on. Like, thank God I have an opportunity that our gym is open right now, and that I'm here with my friends, like getting a good ass workout in. Thank God I'm I'm healthy enough to do this, and immediately it switches, and immediately I feel no more pain in my legs. I don't feel as gassed as I was. I'm still tired, but I don't feel gassed. I don't feel uh, sorry for myself, you know? And so take that concept and apply it to whatever situation it may be. And it's a really good example that 99% of the shit we do is mental, mental toughness, mental uh, exercise, and how do we practice that? How do we get better and stroll? We just do it. We, we do it by working, uh, you know, a program, showing up, b 
being uh, available. You know, and so practicing gratitude is a really, really good one. Actually, I didn't bring, I didn't write, or I didn't read the little description here. Let me do that before we move on. Number six, practicing gratitude. Write down three new things you're grateful for each day or journal. Great idea about a positive experience you've had in the last 24 hours. No matter how small it may seem, expressing gratitude for the people, experiences, and things in your life can help you remember what's important to you and bring positivity to your daily routine. So journaling is a great way. Jotting them down. Take your phone. Get on your little notes, your notepad on your phone. What are three things you're grateful for? Do it right now. If you can, do it right now. And if you can't do it right now, do it as soon as you can. And then go back and look at it later on before bed or look at it in the morning before you start your day. And then maybe jot down three new things you're grateful for. That's the kind of stuff that seems, you know, it seems kind of pointless at first, right? That's dumb, you might say. But it's really actually pretty powerful when you take the time, the, the five whole minutes it takes to do it. Number seven, express kindness. Express kindness through a text, email, or a phone call. Try reaching out to a new person each day. Spreading positivity and thanking those around you for the ways they enhance your life can help to build strong social connections that are essential to maintaining recovery. So, great one. Tell someone you love them. Tell them they're doing a good job. Uh, tell them you appreciate them. You know, I... I'll say right now, thank you to everyone who, who listens to the show, who number one supports the show, and then who hits us up on Instagram uh, or Twitter sometimes or emails me and just says, hey, man, the show's really helped. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Like, thank you. That means so much to me. And I love responding to that stuff and just saying, hey, like, man, thank you so much. Um, you know, you guys don't know how, how much this platform the podcast the community sober guy community uh, has helped me stay sober so thank you see i'm I'm practicing number seven i'm expressing kindness you can hear the kindness in my voice isn't it so kind i'm so kind right now but for real number eight avoid news overload i can be guilty of this especially right now what's all that's going with all that's going on i want to be up to date my news source is better than yours. Your news source sucks. And then they say the same thing. You're, you should look at this news. And I say, fuck you. You should look at this news. And then we go back and forth. The Hegelian dialectic. Look up the Hegelian dialectic, by the way. That's what's going on right now. What's been, what's been going on for a long time. Consistent end fighting in a circle of never ending debate with a desired outcome, which is pushed upon by the yeah, I'll just stop right there before you send me those shitty emails. With consistent changing updates regarding COVID-19 and every news outlet covering the pandemic, and it can be hard to take a break from overloading yourself with information. Try to be conscious of how much media you're consuming as it can lead to added anxiety and stress. Give yourself media breaks through the day and focus on other positive activities. Uh, man, I'm working on that. I uh, I encourage you to do the same if you don't. I've actually deleted my uh, my apps, so I didn't I didn't delete my Instagram or my Twitter yet, uh, but I deleted the apps off of my phone, so I'm not as um, they're not as easily accessible, and that's helped huge in the last week. Uh, just they're not they're not right there for me to because you start clicking on them like a robot. You notice that all of a sudden you're like you're doing 
uh, you could be doing something and then you just, you take your phone out and you don't even know you're doing it. It's totally subconscious because you're so used to and trained to do it and you start swiping. And then before you know it, you're already into social media, you're pissed off, you're reading something. Um, it's, you know, and we all do it, right? We all do it. So be conscious of it. Avoid the overload of not just news, but I want to add to that social media. Uh, it's designed to keep us in a state of anxiety and never ending debate and distracted from going back to what was, was it number three? Uh, number four, focusing on today, right? When we're constantly in this digital space, this digital reality, which is not our actual reality, it's it's nearly impossible to focus on what's in the going on in the moment and being in the moment and it's also nearly impossible to focus on what we actually see our perception of our reality what's actually going on around us because we have visions and we have thoughts and visuals of things that are happening throughout our country throughout the world that suck us into that and and lead us to believe that that is our reality when in fact yes it may be happening but in fact, our reality is doing what's right next in front of us, if that makes sense. So number eight, avoid news overload, avoid social media overload, give yourself breaks, delete your apps on your phone. Uh, if, if you can, you know, try it, try it for three days, see what happens. All right, we got two more. We're going to wrap it up. Number nine, find positive distractions. While staying home, it can be challenging to distract yourself from the stressors of work, recovery, and the pandemic. Find activities that you enjoy and that can help you focus on the present. Positive activities can be reading a book, watching a funny movie, cooking a meal, learning a new skill like an instrument, or practicing a new yoga position, tapping into your creative side by drawing, painting, or journaling. Adding activities to your day that help you look forward uh, and to bring you joy can boost your mood and decrease stress. Stress. Uh, that's so true. Uh, I'm an artist, right? I'm a musician. I am a... Uh, podcast. What do you call you? I'm a podcaster. I fucking podcast. Whatever it's called. I don't know. I really love wordplay. I love poetry. I love poetry and a glass of good scotch. Used to love a glass of good scotch, but I do. I like to write. I like to create. I like to draw. Um, I love wordplay. Uh, that's probably why I started a podcast. I love music. So those types of things finding something that you really enjoy. Maybe it's cooking. A lot of people love cooking. Put some music on, some Sinatra or something. Um, I like Christmas music personally. <laughs> I've been rocking the Christmas music already. My family's making fun of me, but I, this puts me in a good mood. Barbecue up something or cooking something in the kitchen. Something to do. Something that is a positive, build you up, good for the soul. Um, what is that for you? Maybe it's something that you used to do as a kid that you haven't done in a long time that you need to rekindle, you know, or maybe it's something that you just haven't done in a while. Find what that is, what you really ask yourself right now. What do I like to do? Like, what is it that I like to do? Do I like to do this? Man, I used to do that. That was real fun. I haven't done that in a long time. Like, what is that for you? Give it a shot. It'll probably help decrease some stress, boost your mood, maybe bring you a little happiness too. Number 10, one of the most important, ask for help. Uh, it's never a sign of weakness to ask for help, even though for a lot of us, that's what we've been led to believe. 
Um, it's a stressful time. Remember that you're not alone. Call a sober friend. Contact an addictions therapist. Call a self-help hotline. Join a virtual recovery meeting. Or you can contact, uh, let's see, the Chapman Center, it says. Uh, Doreen E. Chapman Center. And you can get the phone number articles if that's something that interests you in this link here, which in this article, which will leave the link for you in the show notes. But let me just touch on asking for help before we wrap up. Um, you know, like I said, there's no weakness in asking for help. It's actually a sign of strength. Uh, so if you're struggling and man, you just, you don't know how to do it. I get where you're coming from on that. It took me, um, the better course of almost a year to finally like admit to really what, how I was feeling, what was going on and actually ask for help. I went back and forth for a long time had little bouts of kind of reaching out a little bit, but it was never like that all in, like I'm all in, you know? Um, and I can tell you one thing as hard as it was to do. Uh, I can remember that day when I finally took my last drink and I told Jess that I needed some help. And I said, I need to go get some professional help. Um, man, it was just like the biggest relief the biggest weight off of my shoulders, it, it felt like just a thousand pounds was lifted off of me. Even though I knew that I had a long road ahead and now it was time to take some action, holding all that shit in and not asking for help um, was really, really, really tough. And it did something to my heart, to my soul, to my mind, to my peace uh, that was just not fun. It was not good. It hurt. Uh, so ask for help if that's you. And, and we have plenty of resources for you to do that. You, you got promises. You got meetings at the get help tab on that sober um, You have plenty of resources on there uh, that, that you can reach out to. And you got, you know, hopefully you have some friends, you have some family, you have somebody that you trust. And if you don't have anybody hit us up, please uh, go on uh, Instagram at real that sober guy. Shoot us a message. Go on Twitter at Shane Raymer. Shoot us a message, um, you know, and, and just part, a lot of the time it's just getting it out. It's just saying like, man, I feel like this right now. You don't really necessarily always need a response or somebody try to fix it. You just need to talk about it. So I want to encourage you again, if you need some help, ask for it, uh, go to the website, look at those resources there, uh, and, uh, and, and reach out if you're struggling. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Thank you again for tuning in today. Uh, thanks to promises uh gosh what else man check us out at that sober encourage i want to encourage you stay sober put the work in hope something spoke to you today share the podcast with a friend too please peace love and respect keep your blood clean <laughs>